This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wongal people and the Yagara Turrbal peoples. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Strap in. Buckle up. It's story time, folks. This is Australiana Rama. episode has swear words. Enjoy. Maddie Nixon, how are you? I'm so good. I'm <laughs> blessed to be here. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have that on a mug? Uh, no, just in a just as a back tattoo. <laughs> ah, yeah, I forgot about that. With my it. angel wings. Mm, yeah. It's very tasteful. Mm. Um, How are you? How's I, your back tattoo? <laughs> I mean, well, I've hurt my back, so I don't know if I want to draw attention to it with a tattoo um, no. to commemorate the fact that I'm recording this episode lying down. Wonder if wonder if our listeners at home can hear that. Probably not. Now you know. Well, they will now. Yeah, now they know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Jessica Eighty, and I'm Mad Dog. Hey, Mad Dog. <laughs> this week, Maddie, I yeah. am going to tell you about the CWA. I'm so excited. Um, all I'm thinking about is vanilla slice and Anzac biscuits and lamingtons mm. and knitted goods. I know they do so much more than that, but I, yeah, that's yeah, a, I that's just a, want a vanilla slice. That's fair, and that's a fair impression of the organisation. Um, if you don't know what the CWA is, it is the Country Women's Association. Um, and I mentioned it to somebody the other day and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing CWA for the next episode. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, people, some people actually don't know what the CWA uh, is. City slickers don't mm, know. Mm, they don't. Yeah. Um, one of the articles that I looked at was, you know, talking to a bunch of ladies in the organisation um, and they had some different names for it. Um, the Chinwaggers Association. Excellent. Um, chicks with ambition slash attitude, depending on who you mm-hmm. ask. One of them, mm-hmm. jokingly, the Cask Wine Appreciation Society. Same. Um, they also Crohn's with Alzheimer's or the Cranky Women's Association, which those normally come from, um, you know, men that calling it the Cranky yeah, Women's Association. Your rival Freemason group down the road. Exactly, which is the boys CWA. Do that another time. Um, yeah, so they are known for tea, scones and handicrafts. Yeah. Pretty much that's the image of the CWA. Like if you look it up, on the internet, you'll, there's heaps of articles. Like one, for example, Bundaberg scone queen Dorothy Collishaw turns 100. You know, oh, like there's good on it. Yeah, and they're all just like lovely articles about a nice old lady turning 100. And that's, you know, that's what comes classic. Up when you Google it. <laughs> Do you? Is it a law in um, remote Queensland, rural? They're not really remote, rural Queensland to join the CWA when you hit 85 or something like that? Like is, do you have to, do you think? I don't know. I think it depends how. every article you read about someone turning 100, mm. <laughs> they seem to be involved. Yeah, they have to be. Um, yeah, so they all kind of, I'm going to do a bit of a history, but basically if you picture like a little town hall, a lot of them in the country 
are owned by the CWA, or they were. A lot of them have been sold off. Um, there'll be a portrait of the Queen there, normally in her youth, because they haven't updated the decor. No, why would she? Mm. Um, and the, each state has like a different logo because there's different branches. Um, I'll, I can put some of them on the Instagram. The Queensland one is the most like beautiful. It's very mm. good looking. I like the font. It's the letters in, just inside a big Q. It looks nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have lots of different social events, and they have. A motto, which I didn't know. It's a little bit scary, um, which is like they don't say it at every meeting, but like I think it it is still in there um, for like bigger events and stuff. And it it is like the the creed, I guess, or the motto that was they came up with in the 20s. I'm I'm bracing myself. Honour to God, Uh loyalty to the throne, Uh service to the country. Through yeah. country women, for country women, by country women. Oh, none of that surprises me. Mm, I just didn't know that that the first two were, were there, the honour to God, the loyalty to the throne. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't, it's not for me, no. those things, um, and not for many modern Australians, I would argue, mm. or, you know, <laughs> people that may have existed before the CWA. Yes. But uh, I'm just not surprised. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating. Um, but it is a relic kind of that still exists and is still important to, to the people, but it's a relic of a different time because uh, it was formed in 1922 in New South Wales and Queensland kind of simultaneously. So mm-hmm. the New South Wales chapter was formed at the Bush Women's Conference, which was part of the Royal Agricultural Show, like the Easter Show. Is that still a thing? The Easter Show, I, yeah. Not the Easter Show, the Bush Women's I Conference. I don't think so. I couldn't. Because I would like to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... I don't know. Maybe I, there could be some sort of women's talks at the Easter show. Surely there okay. is. Let's start um, one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll have to move to somewhere more rural. Um, so Florence Gordon, who ran the homepage of the Stock and Station Journal, uh, she had published a plan for a country women's union in 1921 and her readers frothed it. So they kind of all came to the show and it was also run by Richard Arthur who was the MP for North Sydney and he'd been advocating for improved conditions for rural women since 1904 apparently. Thanks. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So that happened and then also in 1922 in Queensland, the Brisbane Women's Club held a conference again for country women at the exhibition, the ECA, Uh, which mm. is the same same deal as the Easter show if you're from Sydney. But better. Controversial I, I opinion. I mean, I've actually not been to the Ecker or the Easter show. You haven't been to the Ecker? No. What? I'm like, because I just never, I just never went. Okay. We can fix this. Because I'd like to see like the wood chopping. And yeah, make sure you get vaccinated before you go. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of why I never went because it's always just like, oh, you don't want to get the flu. Yeah, even pre-COVID, like just yeah. get vaccinated, get your flu shot. Okay, get your flu shot, fly mm. to Queensland, we'll go to the ECA. Okay, I'll, I'll consider it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Brisbane Women's Club, they're doing their conference there and they formed a branch as well, so the Queensland Country Women's Association. And Ruth Beatrice Fairfax Classic. was elected as the first president. 
classic name. Um, and the federal electorate of Fairfax on the Sunshine Coast is named after her. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, yeah. her husband was a Fairfax, as in like a Sydney Morning Herald yeah. thing. So they were, you know, wealthy people. Um, but basically in, in the 20s, like rural people and rural women in particular, there's a lot of like isolation no services or facilities like mm. hospital facilities and just like no public bathrooms, you know, mm. and like women weren't allowed in pubs and that was mm. kind of the only public bathrooms that women were meant to stay home and that's kind of why like going to church on Sunday was more of a big deal and then when yeah. things like this pop up, social things are possible. Did um, you know that's why the shandy was partially you know, became became a popular drink in Australia because when women were eventually allowed into pubs but weren't allowed mm. to drink, they would buy they would buy a lemonade mm. and they would drink a third of it and then their husbands or a mate or whatever would pour a bit of beer in and that's how oh. they get away with it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Learned that from Annabelle Crabb. Anyway, there you go. go on. <laughs> History of the Shandy with Annabelle. Mm. Um would listen to that. Derailed. Um, <laughs> no, no. But so so the New South Wales branch formed in 1922 and within a year they had 68 branches, 78 new restrooms, so public loos, two holiday homes at the beach for members ah. to, you know, use. Yeah. Because holidays weren't a thing that happened for rural people. Yeah. Um, and they also started setting up baby centres, so it's just like. Yeah, great. You know, go get checkups for your babies and stuff. Um yeah, and like maternity wards and country hospitals were a big thing that they set up. And the baby health centres are still a thing. There's more than 180 just in New South Wales, um, which is a cool service. Um, in World War Two, because these are craft, they're crafty ladies. Um, mm. They were making camouflage nets and vests and knitting socks and making Anzac biscuits. They still have occasionally done that sort of thing or like sending Anzac biscuits just around. It's almost like some of this early day stuff was maybe even born out of the early suffragette movement, Mm. you know, when women started to go, hey, things are a bit shit. (laughs) Yeah. And no one else is fixing it, so let's band together and, you know, it's it's quite impressive really. Mm. Well, a lot of the good things that they have done are kind of – I guess like overshadowed or dismissed because of the the tea and scones colonialism. Yeah, yeah. Image and like they still have done all yeah. this really good stuff. Um, like after World War Two, they started to have initiatives for migrant women as well, like helping people settle. Yeah, right. Um, however, until the late 1950s, Aboriginal people were largely ignored by the CWA, yeah. um, despite yeah. the fact that the Aboriginal population was predominantly rural at the time. Um, and since the late fifties, some branches, you know, started to encourage Aboriginal women to join, but they still faced racism. Um, and in the early days, members were generally those with money and education, and it's still an overwhelmingly white organization. So like the early suffragette movement, (laughs) (laughs) um, as, as historically portrayed. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, cause I... I remember watching. There's a Miriam Margulies. Yes. Did a oh, yes. doco where she's going around Australia, 
and yes. like she goes to Alice Springs and does a bunch of things, different vis- visits different communities, but she also goes to the CWA and it's just like it's segregated, like it's all the white people are at the CWA. Tease and Scones yeah. picture of the Queen. Um, so lots of places that does kind of linger. But there's a lot of other really interesting stuff too. I'm going to swing back around to the conservativeness and the colonialism. Um, but, yeah, so they're Crash. known for their <laughs> they're known for their baking competitions um, uh-huh. and that's all for, like, fundraising for their various, yeah. like, charitable efforts and community things and they also like do lots of like lobbying the government and they've gotten into protesting more recently um because they want they wanted to ban the sale of energy drinks to miners uh, not not miners well. as in people who dig miners as in children <laughs> <laughs> they're just lifting those rocks too quickly mm. i tell you he's swinging his pickaxe too enthusiastically yeah they didn't like it um as a as a former teacher yes (laughs) please someone please (laughs) it was really bad for for kids anyway um yes they've been in most schools for a reason yes a nightmare yeah but one of the early things that they were um fighting for was equal pay for women in the early days fair and that has continued um, but yeah, because we still haven't done it, so yeah, that's good. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh god! Some of the things that they have achieved is compulsory seat belts. White, ah, yeah, there's cool. all these things were pushed by the CWA, getting white lines on the edge of roads. Um, what a treat! Yeah, well, it's helpful. Flashing speed signs in school zones. Mm-hmm. Um, drought aid is a big one. Yeah, um, they've done a lot of that. And yeah, they do. You have been really vocal when the government hasn't done things like efficiently or according to what they've recommended, which is great. Yeah, or they've said that they've, you know, going to spend $2 million on aid and they don't. Mm, and, exactly. The CWA yeah. steps in. Um, obviously in the bushfires, at the moment the, yeah. the, mice, ma- the mice plague. Yeah. Terrifying. Maddie tagged me in a horrifying video. For anyone who isn't aware, any listeners, um, especially our metropolitan listeners, if you aren't aware, there is a motherfucking mice plague happening mostly in kind of rural, remote New South Wales, but Mm. also, you know, across Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria. And um, basically there's literally millions and millions and millions of mice just hanging out and causing a mess. If you want to not sleep, look up a good video. It's terrifying. Mm. It's yeah. one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a huge problem. Yeah, it's, it's, it's causing so frightening. really big problems agriculturally and it's also just too spooky. Mm. <laughs> and, like, when all the, the flooding was happening, they're like, oh, maybe it'll help. But it's like even with all the rain, like, it was not enough to make a dent. Yeah. Anyway, so the CWA are understandably concerned with the mice plague. Yeah, I am. Mm. And they they do a lot of things for, like, education. Like, they have a lot of, like, scholarships and things available and also just, mm. you know, advocating for, for women's education over time. Um, one thing that they, they don't like, um, those wicked vans. I haven't seen uh, one for a yes. long time. Like, yes. the wicked camper vans. They're always, like, spray-painted and had um 
like slogans on them and jokes and they yeah. were normally pretty gross and sexist. Yeah. Um, so they like lobbied the government to be like deregistering those and banning them. Um, and one one woman did take it into her own hands when she saw one. Oh, she just yes. popped into a hardware store, got some paint and a paintbrush, not spray paint, you know, she's civilised and just painted over it. Um, Honestly, those things were really bad. Yeah, they seem to have disappeared yeah. from what I can see. I haven't seen any recently. I think they still exist as a mm. thing, but they completely rebranded. Mm. Yeah. As they should. Yeah. Um, another anyway, thing that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> another thing that they've been doing for ages is lobbying for an increase to to New Start, which I guess is now Job Seeker. Um, just unemployment benefits. And yeah, right. At the, one of the times that they were lobbying for that, there was this kind of attention drawn away from that issue because in the weeks after Egg Boy egged Fraser Anning, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a 24-year-old woman attempted to egg Scott Morrison at a CWA event in Albury. That's right. But it bounced off his head. Yeah. <laughs> egg versus egg. We mm. know who was, the, who was the superior egg. Egg versus uh, scone. Um, oh. According to The Guardian... Reporters at the scene retrieved the egg, which had not broken. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, And if you you care to look it up, um, slow-mo footage is available. (laughs) Um, The Prime Minister tweeted condemning thuggery from cowardly activists and linking her to idiots invading farms and militant unionists. Um, she was actually protesting the oh. treatment of asylum seekers on Manus Island um, and the unions yeah, were very unhappy with his They were and it was a very staff. strategic him being like union is code for labour. And mm. so <laughs> it was the unions. It was like, no, it was a teenage girl. Like just <laughs> Yeah, she was 24 and she, she was just like, no, no, this is about yeah, sorry, not teenage, asylum seekers. Adult. Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, good on her. Mm. Like I'm... I'm going to say it. I'm going to put it on the record. I don't know. I'm I'm so pro egg boy. Like yeah. I just think, yes, you do need to deal with problems diplomatically, mm. but sometimes, sometimes someone deserves an egg to the back of the head. No one really gets hurt. Yeah, there's a time and a no place. No one's walking away with scars. An older lady did get knocked over, um, oh. which the, the young woman. I retract my statement. The, the young woman apologised profusely. She said that was not her of intent. Of she did. Um, and the, the old lady was fine. Um, yeah. But so that did overshadow the CWA's attempts to lobby for an increase to New Start, which is what they were doing at the time. <sighs> um, but... Yeah, so the CWA, it still has the image of conservative domestic womanhood, you know? Yeah, definitely. Whiteness and colonialism. Um, And heteronormativity. Exactly. Um, And because there's the whole thing about like the Australian countryside being, it's like the domain of, you know, the Aussie bloke and it's like mateship and man versus land. And the CWA kind of exists in that. Yeah. Totally, um, and that they're in they're in that land, but also the not in a way that is supported by that mass those masculine ideals either. Yes, yeah. Well, they operate within the patriarchal framework that exists. Mm. 
you and in, and in some ways they've done things to break down that framework and make it better. Yeah, but they still operate within that. Mm. You know, it's not it's not an entire rejection of traditional gender roles. No, in colonial Australia, let's just mm. say. Yeah, because like their feminism is, you know, they're con, pardon me, they're conservative, and sometimes yeah. radical. But like, there's still like traditional roles, but it's still activism. Like the tea and mm. scones are derided a bit, but like they still have value, and also like that's there's an element of, you know, traditionally feminine things being dismissed. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's tricky, tricky. Like, hmm, because like they have a great benefit. But also the Country Women's Association is not for everyone. No, but yeah. it, it will either evolve mm. or we will evolve. Away from it. Yeah. Mm. We'll, we'll find out what happens. Yeah. The 99th annual New South Wales Country Women's Association like conference meeting thing in Bega was it, like was it earlier this May, um, so this month, and um, a couple of the points from the first day I found was about the discussing, discussing the climate emergency mm. Um and and also they want a system where you have to opt out of organ donation rather than in. Apparently that's one of their current yeah. issues. Yeah. Um, and also the New South Wales chapter, they kind of, they always have some medical research they're sponsoring. Like for a while it was Lyme disease for the last couple of mm-hmm. years and currently it's endometriosis. So that's another of their things. At the moment they have around 8,000 members in New South Wales. Um. They've been thriving in Tasmania, actually, particularly mm. during the pandemic because people are more isolated in Tasmania generally. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I'd love to Power go there. to you. Mm. I, I honestly, mm. cheese, wine, wombat, crisp air, so many wombats. Mm. And they got the good. They've got the good, like one point five meter long fuckers too. Like, oh, give me one, but that's the same height as me in in length, and I'm happy, happy for the rest of my life. Anyway, sorry, carry on. No, no, I knew wombats are very important to Maddie. Uh, that's um, true. But yeah, Tassie now they have a virtual branch as well. Um, but also in Tasmania, since 2018, they've been advocating for the hemp food industry. Like oh, baking go. things from hemp seeds, um, and like you know, championing that local industry, and they've used like food as a tool for change over you know mm. the hundred years of the CWA. There's a quote from a member to the ABC: "It has been said that if you want to attract a politician's attention, you give him something to eat, and once his mouth's closed, his mind will open to you." Hundred percent. So this is an old biddy. Mm. Again, gender roles, but, like, what a gentle sledge. Mm. Just be like, just give him some mm. food. Yeah. And then we dive in. Um, so, yeah, according to them, the CWA has used this ploy in the past to advocate for food and housing security, telecommunications improvements and medicinal marijuana in Tasmania. Those have been some of their things. Um, it also seems to be going pretty well in Western Australia because they have a younger chapter um, which includes a lot of fly-in, fly-out workers who don't have yeah. any kind of network yeah. in those regional towns. Um, and I spoke to my mum about yes. her time in the CWA 
and verified a couple things. And she kind of reads like branches that are like more progressive and like welcoming of younger and diverse people are continuing. Um, like the ones that she was a part of, she wasn't, she wasn't particularly comfortable um, and some progressive people were not as welcomed. So mm. she stopped going and it also just kind of disbanded. And was she one of the youngest? Well, because there was a, a younger group, president or? who actually was young, was like in late 30s and they were starting um. to like run programs for for teenagers as well. and But th- that was too progressive apparently. That was contentious. Yeah, yeah, people needed to stick to the old ways, like the old ladies would have done it. It's like the old, old ladies are dying out. <laughs> Um, oh god yeah so there are places where it's going really well and then places where people are set in their ways and you know cheeky mums who are maybe a bit of a class clown or just younger (laughs) people are not not made to feel welcome in their local branch of the cwa um but yeah because the whole thing is like it started at a time when, like, community for rural women was really lacking, Mm. you know, and, like, there are a lot more social options for country people now. Um, But I have, I don't know if this is something that you have experienced. There's a couple of people on my Facebook who do live rurally and, you know, and Mm -hmm. are starting, like, women's circles. Mm. There's a lot of candles and essential oils and being a bit And cultural appropriation. Yes. (laughs) And I think what these women are actually searching for is the CWA. The CWA. Yeah. 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 So I think maybe if they started to make candles. Yeah. That might help the CWA. Maybe hemp candles. Yeah. Is that, I assume that's a thing. I don't know. I just made it up. Mm. If hemp oil is a thing, then candles. Yeah, I don't know. Well, soy candles are the one that you normally Hemp industry, if you're listening. But, yeah, so I think there is still the intergenerational difference seems to still be there. But, like, the colonial image of the CWA is hard to take. Yeah, that's a problem. Like, they need to change the motto, maybe take down the pictures of the Queen. Yeah. Um, But I'm all about the bake sales. They should continue. I mean, if one thing can unite us all, it's a sausage sizzle and a good biscuit mm, yeah because they all like the lots of like that could be the new quote <laughs> absolutely <laughs> if one <laughs> thing can unite us all a good biscuit <laughs> like done <laughs> i'll write them a letter when I'll you when you know. run for pm um yeah that's my platform when i run for president of the cwa yeah <laughs> <laughs> queensland branch <laughs> oh um but, yeah, oh, and the ones because they're all, like, self-funded. That's why they do lots of yeah. fundraising. And the ones that still have, the like, the CWA halls um, and that they have those to rent out, they kind of do better because they can make some money because others have had to be sold off and they don't mm. have a space anymore. Um, and what was I going to say about that? Oh, yeah, because whereas – there's more men's sheds around and they're normally not funded. They're not self-funded. Like they kind of go and get outside sponsorship or they have government funding. Well, they're often, yeah, all run by churches. Yeah. Whereas the CWA, yeah. although it has its, there's God in the thing, it's like not 
sectarian. Like it, it's not a no. It's not actually funded by not, the church. No, it's mm. not not religious. Um, there are some strong crossovers. In, mm, particularly, because um, it just it all stems from members needing or well, the members, but like needing an excuse for morning tea. Which, like, yeah, it's not to it's say that's why people go community. to church, but like in the country <laughs> when there's nothing, that's why a lot of people. Went I think to a lot of people go to church for not the biscuit itself, mm. but for the, the people around the biscuit. Like, yeah, the so many people have a biscuit with another person. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's probably more relevant in rural areas where it's like, well, yeah, you're not going to see the whole town unless mm. you go to church on Sunday because everyone lives really, you know, you're quite spread out or you're firefowing or you're literally working seven days a week mm. as much as possible. So you see them at the shops and you see them at church or you see them at school. Yeah, and it's in, um, so in CWA is probably a very similar situation. Yeah, and it's in those sort of communities where it still kind of kicks off is the CWA. Um, mm. Maddie, do you have any experience with the CWA? Um. No, oh, oh, mm-hmm. yes, it's coming back to me. I, um, there's one show that is superior to the Eka, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is, no, there's two. One mm-hmm. is the Country Fair, which is the Palmwoods show. Oh. Yeah, and there was, there's always a good hay bale. There's always excellent rides. Um, yeah, sometimes kids will dance around a pole, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. All of the grades do a performance. They they sometimes would do stalls and stuff like that mm-hmm. at the country fair. And when I was, what was I? Was I vice captain in primary school? What was I? A student leader? I was some kind of leadership role. I had to organize a stall with them at one point, and mm-hmm. they usually did like a hoopla. Um, but my other involvement was the Nambour show, mm-hmm. which was the our big. That was our big agricultural fair mm-hmm. on the Sunshine Coast and the CWA ran an art competition hmm. every year. That's nice. Did you enter? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I think I won one year oh, in grade well. four or something. Hmm. Yeah, I did some drawing that was, you know, something and they thought it was good and that's nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, not directly. My my family were church folk, so that was hmm. our our excuse for a biscuit. Um and my parents, you know, spent a lot of their adult life in England, so they kind of it wasn't something mm. that was part of their ident- identity. Mum maybe a bit more because she grew up in Australia, but mm. yeah, yeah. What about what about yourself, mate? Yeah, well, ever I've, ever dabbled in the the CW? I've definitely been in random t- town halls that have oh, the because yes. the logo. It's really lovely. I like the font, and that's kind of burned yes, in my brain. It is. Yeah. Um, but not really. Like I feel like they're they're sort of like I've been to the odd country fate. I'm sure they've, there's definitely been old ladies selling things there. Were they the CWA? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Or were they a band of grandmas? Like who? It's mm, were they not welcome in the CWA anymore? <laughs> Which hap- there are smaller groups um, that have split off. Um, Defectors. Yeah, there was one. There was one in. Um, not where mum lives now, but like where they, when they kind of stopped going to the CWA, there was another little group for a while. But it's hard mm-hmm. to keep these things going. Um, 
But yeah, because they 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 pop up at like when there's an election, depending where you live, the CWA might be selling. Vicky's. Oh, yeah. So the they often system. do a bake sale. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if it's not a school doing And the it. Rotary Group will do the barbecue. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, it's not something that is because I live in Sydney, you know? Yeah. Mm. But I do a lot of crochet. You do, and you enjoy jam more than most adult people jam. our age. <laughs> I love jam. Big fan of jam. Just had some before. Just not, not. Of course, you did. Had it on toast. You would. Um, not- I like jam too. I don't know why I'm saying it. Yeah, like that. I literally bought a jam from an old lady in the rainforest last weekend. Oh, <laughs> anyway, that's so nice. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah. It was called. Um, Nan's gold medal jam. So I assume she entered it mm. into a competition and won. Maybe the CWA because they do have the potentially. I'll go back and ask. Mm. But yeah, so that's I don't have any more research. Um, other than that, they're, <laughs> they're still they're still plugging along, you know. Um, and yeah, as you said, they'll either diversify and change with the times, mm. or gradually die off. Um, but a lot of their kind of activism and things that they've achieved, and think like like flying doctors were a big support, just in general, yeah. have maternity wards and just good hospital facilities in country towns. And I, it had never occurred to me that it's just like, oh, that literally the only reason that there are kind of toilets at rural train stations, yeah, or just like public toilets rurally, is because of the the hard work of the CWA. So that women could leave the house, yeah, or like leave the house with their children, yeah, before they were allowed yeah. into pubs. Yeah, a lot of important stuff. I think, yeah, anyone who lives in the city would maybe not realize mm. how much, um, how many, how the extent of which facilities in the country are actually funded by fundraising groups such as the CWA and Rotary and, you know, mm. those things don't exist without volunteers. Um, the Royal Flying Doctor, you know. Yeah, who does the Driver Reviver? Is that the Lions Club? Who does that? Um, it's, it's not the CWA. But. It's it's split depending on where you are. Mm. I went to one last weekend Oh, and theirs was a Lions. Mm. I yeah. think they often are in Queensland. Yeah, it's different in every state. Yeah, and because they have their kind of bigger, um, like, blanket projects, like fundraising things in the chapters, but also it can be really local. Like, they'd be raising money for a specific family or a specific kid who needs to go to hospital or whatever. Yeah, a bus stop or Mm. some, yeah, a kid that, a family that hasn't got school uniforms or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's definitely a place for these sort of organisations, but it's funny because it just, like, it's like the past, like a CWA hall. Well, I mean, do I, of course, it's a matter of saving money by not redecorating anything, you know, if it's not. Doesn't yeah, they can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> they and they all smell the same. There's a very yeah. specific country town hall mm. slash church hall slash CWA hall smell. I think it's the timber and maybe the polish they use on the timber on yeah. the floor. It's a very particular Mm. Like, oh, I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm always like flashbacks of multiple, you know, country dances and all sorts of. Yeah, because they've all 
been built by the members, but like I don't think yeah. any of them would be after the fifties. Like these buildings have been there. Not many of them. Not no. many. No. Um. Well, so yeah. The motto: If they could get rid of the first two lines, and then it's still fine. Although it's, it's a bit heteronormative still. Service to the country: Three country women, four country women, by country women. Is perfectly nice if you get rid of honor to God, loyalty to the throne. Using the phrase "women" is fine if it mm. includes what you know. I would define as <laughs> women and non-binary people. Yeah. And, uh, if, if anyone yeah. who feels like they want to be in the Country Women's Association is in fact welcome, then that's great. And I mean, Actually, the pictures of the Queen—it's always the young one. Like they've never got a new picture, and like she really looks lovely in that picture. Like the really old portrait. She does. Her. But, you know, it's still a time. <laughs> Do you remember, um, I'm going to share something with our listeners. When Maddie and I lived together in, in Brisbane, we, for some uh-huh. reason, printed out and laminated a picture of the Queen and then put it on the wall so it was next to a picture of Emilio Estevez and it looked like they were looking at each other. That happened, but it was also above a holographic Mona Lisa. Yeah, it was. I don't know why that happened. Why? <laughs> I th- I, I think, do still think it's funny. I think we did it tongue in cheek. Like, oh, absolutely! <laughs> this is a CWA hall because mm, it wasn't like we both grew up in very you know country areas, and we yeah. were like, "Welcome!" <laughs> and it wasn't an official. But we portrait. undercut it. Yeah. We undercut it by so, being like Amelia Westervez and yeah. the Mona Lisa, and they just were, as important. They were gazing longingly at each other. Like it wasn't an official yeah, portrait were. of the Queen. We just found one that she was looking the right way, so she could be looking at Amelia. <laughs> Yeah, I've still got the Mona Lisa. Oh, do you? That's nice. Yeah, I'll whip it out next Mm. time you visit. Great. All right. Well, on that note, um, I want a biscuit. I'm going to go make a cup of tea. Yeah, I really want a vanilla slice. Mm. I go a scone, but like a savory one. I don't know if that's controversial for the CWA. No, it's not. Mm. I've definitely, I've definitely a cheesy scone. Partook. And a cheesy scone. All right. Well, I'll give you my sources. Um, they are the ABC, the Guardian, the Conversation, um, the websites of the Country Women's Association of Australia, the Country Women's Association of New South Wales, the Queensland Country Women's Association, the Australian Women's Register, and Wikipedia. And that documentary that Miriam Margulies is in that was on the ABC. Enjoy your afternoon tea. Oh, mate. I will. Um, and while you're having your cup of tea and your scone, why not follow us on Instagram at Australianorama or send us an email to Australianorama at gmail.com and then mm. tell your mum about it, tell your grandma, get them to listen to it and see if we missed anything about the CWA. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or if you've had any run-ins, let us know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you've ever attempted to egg someone and it hasn't worked or it has worked, let us know. If an old lady has given to you a stern talking to for being too loud at a fundraiser. Mm, or for leaving mum. a bike on a footpath. I saw that happen once. Ooh. It's like, fair enough. We'd love to hear about it. Um, Maddie, it's your turn next week. What's it going to be? Uh, it is. <laughs> and it's a good one. I am mm-hmm. doing the history of puppetry on Australian children's television. <laughs> And I say Ooh. this unironically. Mm. I think 
that I might be the most qualified person in Australia to talk about this. And you'll find out why, but I mean, Jess, you know, mm, but I do know. I think I legitimately might be mm. one of the most qualified people. It's in your blood to talk about this story. <laughs> Get ready to have nostalgia flashbacks, you 90s and double mm. O millennial children. Maybe some nightmares too. We'll see. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> yeah. We'll provide some photos on the Instagram to go along mm. um, because as soon as you hear certain names and see certain images, you'll be like, oh, my God, that was in the back of my brain. Anyway, that's going to be fun. Cannot wait. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.